Yeah, yeah. Y'all know who it is, man. It's your man, John S. Schultz. Now, I want to start this episode off, man, by saying some quick words. Now, last week, it was tough last week. Now, my son, he lost um, one of his uncles on his mother's side. His uncle's name was O.V. Wright. His full name is Overton Virtus Wright Jr. So I want to clap it up for him, man, for for being a dope-ass black man. He passed away tragically at age 55. What is right now is what the family presumes to be a heart attack. Now, it was tough on everybody, man, especially my son. Like, those of you guys out there who have followed the podcast from day one, y'all know at the end of last year, my son lost his great-grandma on his mom's side. She passed away at the house. Now, she had a stroke a couple years back, and, you know, after she had the stroke, she began to get frail, and she was paralyzed on, I believe it was the left side of her body, and, you know, she passed away about a year and a half later at the house where my son always goes to, the house he still goes to. So, like, my son has had an emotional roller coaster over the past year and a half, two years, but... The part that was the most surprising and the most shocking was now the funeral was this past Sunday. But the week before that, on a Saturday, I was at work. My son was with his mom at his aunt's baby shower. And over 10 right, he was there. He is the assistant principal at, I believe, what's the, the school? He's the assistant principal, I believe, at See the show's high school. I might got the school confused, but he is the assistant principal. School started back yesterday here in Atlanta, Georgia. He was getting prepped. You know, he told me he was excited, you know, to start the new school year and everything. He made plans for the future. And sadly, I believe it was it was July 27th. He passed away of a heart attack. In the middle of the night. They said he woke up. He felt nauseous. He felt as if he had to throw up. He went in the bathroom. And he passed out. And his wife found him in the bathroom. The daughter came. They were trying to break in the door. You know to kind of get him assistance. And it goes back to what I always say. Now I didn't mean to start the podcast off by talking somber. But I believe that I have to say this. Because you know. Every single day we wake up, we take life for granted. You know, we make plans for the future. We make plans. Oh, you know, yeah, next month I'm going to Tulum on a girl's trip. Oh, you know, yeah, you know, oh, at the end of the year, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go to a basketball game. I'm buy tickets for, you know, I seen um somebody posted a concert flyer for next year. I think the concert was like June of 2022. I seen folks saying, yo, I'm going to that concert next year, June. That's a year away. So we have to live in the moment now. And when I say live in the moment now, I'm not talking about live in the moment and do some reckless or dumb shit and say YOLO. Like that's bullshit. I'm talking about we have to live in the moment. We have to love each other. We have to support one another. And we have to just like, don't be scared to say I love you. Like, fellas out there, it is okay to have, 
you know, quote unquote, your homeboys, it is okay to love your homeboys and tell them, hey, yo, bro, I love you. Because we have this stigma in our community where if a man tells another man, yo, I care about you, yo, I love you, people think it's gay. Now, we're going to talk about that shit later in the episode when I talk about the baby and some comments he made about, you know, Lil Nas X and everything. The whole spiral from that where, you know, Lil, the baby, he was on stage performing at, I believe, Rolling Loud. He said some dumbass comments, which I'll play for you guys later. And since then, he's gotten taken off of every fucking festival headlining since then. But. To get back to Obi Wright, man, I met him about nine or ten years ago. You know, he is his family with my son's mom. That is my son's mom's, I believe it's her uncle. Now, like I said, I've known him for about nine or ten years. He's married. He's been with his wife 26 years. 26 years he's been with his wife. They have an anniversary coming up, I believe, in about three days. About three days, they have, I believe it would it would have been their 27th wedding anniversary. This is a black man, raised two kids. And when I tell y'all, like when I met him, like the shit that was amazing to me was the fact that he was in his kids' lives. And I know that some of you guys are like, uh, but that's the basic shit. That's what a man should do. That is what a man should do. But that's not what happened. That's not what happens a lot of the time. Because, you know, again, O.V., but I'm going to use his full name, Overton Virtus Wright Jr. His dad was the famous blues singer. Now, some of you guys' mamas may have heard of him. His um, He was the same name, O.V. Wright. Overton Virtus Wright. He was a famous blues singer, but he passed away at the age of 41 of a heart attack now down here in the south you know he was a big famous blues singer down here in the um in the memphis area you know he was he was idolized you know he had a lot of good things with sam cook you know like the people that we know the people that we love and i want to play a song i want to play a quick song man this song is from his daddy ov Wright. this song is called motherless child and it features background vocals from norma Jean Wright, who was my son's great grandma, who passed away, as I just said, the end of last year. And I want to play this song to honor O.V. Wright because it's tough, man. Like when someone passed away at 55 years old, presumed to be a heart attack, he's not obese, you know, but it's certain other health factors that play a part. And someone passing away. So I want to play a song real quick. This song is called Motherless Child by O.V. Wright, featuring background vocals from his mama, Norma Jean Wright. Sometimes I feel like a motherless child. Sometimes I feel like a motherless child. motherless child Sometimes I feel Like a motherless child, motherless child. A long ways from home 
This world out here is lonely and cold. This world out here is so lonely and cold. This world out here is lonely and cold. Oh, I guess I'll go back home. Sometimes I feel. Oh, sometimes I feel. Motherless child. Sometimes I feel. Sometimes I feel. Oh, I feel like a motherless child. Sometimes I feel. Oh, I feel like a motherless, motherless child. Oh, long ways from home. ones that love me I guess I'll pray to the Lord up above me to show me the way back home again that is O.V. Wright Featuring background vocals from his mama, Noma Jean Wright. Now, like I said, man, hold on. Before I move on and like get into like the shit I want to talk about. Now, at the funeral, now his daughter, you know, she got up there. She gave a beautiful speech. You know, shout out to Nia, man. Nia's his daughter. And I can't imagine losing a parent at the age of 19 years old. Now, I've never met my father, which I've been open about. You know, since the start of the podcast, I mean, I've ne- yeah, I've never met my father, but you know, the fact that she was blessed to have a a good father, one who was attentive, one who was loving, one who went above and beyond, you know, to show love for his kids, man. But now, something I want to play that she said at the funeral was the fact that you know when she finds a man who has the potential to be her husband. Now he got a lot of shit. He got to live up to like, he has a lot to live up to because now when you grew up with a father, when you grew up with a man who was attentive, one who loved and cared about you and actually showed it and who was there 24 seven, like it's tough. Like it is very tough, you know, just to, to have another man come into your life and try to live up to those to those standards because a lot of men won't. Ladies, if you have a dad who was there for you, who loved and cared about you, like the chances of you finding a man to live up to those standards, one who is, you know, quote unquote, exactly like your daddy. Now, you might find someone close, but finding someone who, you know, is exactly like the man who helped give you life. That shit not going to happen. But I, I want to play a little bit of what his daughter said. This is Nia Wright speaking 
at her dad's funeral. Now, like I said, I'm not going to play the whole thing, but I feel like a lot of what she said was important. And it just shows, it shows why we need all of our black men to raise their kids. Now, shout out, you know, to all the black dads out there who are with their sons and who are with their daughters 24-7 who go above and beyond. But this right here is why we need we need all our black dads out there, man, to go above, to go beyond, and just be in your kid's life. Like I said, I'm not gonna play the whole thing, but listen to what she said, man. Some of this. Let me stop before I get emotional. But like she said, I expect nothing less from my husband. Like the way he held me, the way he sung to me, like this, the kind of impact that all black men, even moms should want to leave on their kids, especially black men in a world where like it's such this like it's a popular stigma that, oh, you know, all black men don't raise their kids. Oh, you got a black man, daddy. That's uh, he ain't shit. No, a lot of black men out there raise their kids. A lot of black men out there are with their kids 24-7, go above and beyond to give their kids a better life than what they had growing up. And that is why I feel like, you know, why I'm so proud to O.V. Wright, man. Like I said, I didn't mean to start this podcast off with a rant. It's not what I planned. But when deaths happen unexpectedly and, you know, like I said, when deaths happen unexpectedly, like sometimes... It throws shit for a loop. Like I said, my son was just with him at a baby shower. And then three days later, he's gone. So I want to say R.I.P. to Overton, Virtus Wright Jr. You know, like I said, sometimes people say God don't make mistakes, but sometimes it's, it's, it's hard not to question some of the decisions. It does not mean I lost my faith. It just means that Sometimes I just be confused in regards to what was the positive outcome of the situation. But I try to be optimistic. I try to be, you know, hopeful. But again, R.I.P. to Overton Virtus Wright. Much love to his wife, his two kids, the family. And those of you guys out there who listen to the podcast, like, like y'all know I'm going to be there. We're going to be there for y'all. Man, I just seen y'all the other day. You know, your kids was at my house, and I promise, man, that if you're looking down right now, I'm going to be there for your kids, for the family, and I'm going to try and go above and beyond, you know, to treat my own son and my future kids the way you treated your kids and just try to become 
a great positive influence as a black man. So one one more time, R.I.P. to Overton, Avertis Wright Jr. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to get this shit popping, baby. Yes, sir. We back, baby. Ah, I was able to regroup, get my head back on straight. Now we back, man. Now, ah, what the fuck am I? Oh, the baby. Like the baby made massive headlines this past week, man. The baby, he was on stage, I believe, last week at, was it Rolling Loud? He was performing on stage. And for some reason, something told him to go on an anti-gay rant. Like, I don't know. Matter of fact, I know where it came from. Couple days prior, Lil Nas X released his new song. Now y- y'all can stay whatever the fuck y'all want. That song is fire. That song, Industry Baby, is fire. Now, of course, the video maybe a little extra. You know, it was men over there shaking their dicks, shaking their balls in the <laughs> in the video. But I'm I'm speaking about strictly musically. The song is fire. Now, after he came out with the video, you know, as always. Lil Nas X, every time he drops a video, it's backlash. Because motherfuckers don't realize that if, for example, if the video has quote-unquote gay shit, you don't have to watch it. That's the part people miss. Like, nothing is forced on you. Like, we choose what we see. If you're watching a TV show, a movie, and it's quote-unquote gay shit, you can change your channel. You can turn your TV off now. <laughs> the funny thing to me was that I seen a couple folks on my um Instagram stories say I don't like the video. Why are they posting all this gay shit? That's messed up. They they, they you know they just corrupting our our child's minds. Now that's what they said. But then I went to their page and guess what? They following Lil Nas X. Like make it make it make sense. Like this the world we live in, and it's sad because. People complain, but then instead of blocking somebody, they're following the person they're complaining about. So you want to be notified when the quote-unquote gay shit drop. Now, I like Lil Nas X. I'm going to keep it 100. I like the little brother, man. I do. Like anybody who is massively creative and can use their creativity to kind of push buttons and kind of, you know, have that shock value you know, persona while being themselves, I am a thousand percent with that shit. Now, I know some of y'all gonna say, "Well, you know, John, you a straight man. You know, you must be gay if you support that." I don't care what y'all say. I don't got nothing to say about that. But like I said, somebody who has something to say was the baby. This is what the baby said on stage performing at Rolling Loud. You didn't show up today with HIV, AIDS, any of them deadly sexual transmitted diseases that'll make you die in two, three weeks, put a cell phone like the uh. Lady, if you put like water, put a cell phone like the uh. Fellas. Lights up. Fellas, if you ain't sucking in the parking lot, put your cell phone like Let's be up. real about Let me pause it. He said, fellas, if you ain't sucking dick in the parking lot, put your cell phone lighters up. Now, I don't know what the fuck possessed him to go on this rant. Now, I am happy. At the backlash that has ensued I am 
Some of y'all can say I'm a hater. Oh, you doing that? You just want to see a black man fail? No, I am 100% happy at the backlash this motherfucker getting. I am. Because it's uncalled for. Like I said, if someone is gay, straight, whatever the case may be, it does not affect my life. If somebody come out tomorrow and say, you know what? Yo, I'm gay. I like sucking dick. I don't care. You know why? Because it does not affect my life. You know, with everything going on now, like I said, I just lost a family member, like someone who I love, someone who I cared about. You know, my brother's back in the hospital. My sister's in California. You know, she's working. She's doing her thing. You know, my mom is getting up in age and, you know, I'm praying well for her health. Like, it's so much shit that's going on to where I'm not worrying about (laughs) what the fuck other people do. I'm not. (laughs) Because I just don't see the point in doing that. Now, you know, after he after he came out and things happened, you know, he started trying to backpedal. At first, he tried to double down. You know, let's boot a nigga one more time. He tried to double down, stupid son of a bitch. Now, I believe this is what the baby said. Hold on. I want to pull up exactly what the baby said because I want to... It's, it's like a step-by-step process into what, what the fuck was happening. Here we go. I believe that this is what he said. It was either a day or two after the massive backlash had ensued. Because, you know, you can't fuck with the gay community. You can't fuck with them. Like, when they come for you, them motherfuckers come out strong. They come out strong for you, man. This internet shit one time, and I'm going to get back to giving my love to my fans. See what I'm saying? Because what me and my fans do at the live show, it don't concern you niggas on the internet or you bitter bitches on the internet. It's not y'all business. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, what I do at a live show is for the audience. This where he tried to double down. He backtracked from this shit, too. Looking at a little five, six second clip from their goddamn crib on their phone. It just don't work like that. Like, you know, because regardless of what you motherfuckers talking about, how the internet and twisted up my motherfucking word, me and all my fans at the show. How the fuck the word, nigga, we heard you. We heard you word for word say what you said. So how the word the twisted, we heard you. He's left over there by where I jumped at. Ask him. He got clips all on his shit. The whole night was recorded. We were turned the whole night. My boy had the crop top on front row. Yeah, out there in that, in that jungle, in that water. Yeah, he out there. He's standing on the rail. Got them cutting up. He words. I saw him. I'm, I'm rapping them bitches with him. Yeah. The hell y'all talking about? Y'all niggas, shut the fuck up. You niggas. You niggas that wasn't that ain't at the show. The show is for the niggas who paid the money and, and took the time out their life <laughs> Let me this. to come and join. Let's move one more time. Now, I'm trying to find what he came out with today because, like I said, he came out today with a statement because, like I said, when this happened, he got dropped from, um, damn, what's the guy's name from The Roots? I forgot his name. Quest Love. You know, he got dropped from a concert Quest Love was having. He got dropped from Governor's Ball in New York City. He got dropped from, what was the festival they just had in Chicago? He got dropped from that. He got dropped from, what was it called? Lola Palooza. He got dropped from so much shit. And now we know now artists can't really do shit. So, he missing a bag. He losing a bag. So, he came out today with a statement that seemed as if it was written by a publicist. You know, just... He was trying to sound sincere. But like I said, sometimes when you put yourself so far under the bus, it really ain't much you could do. Now, this is what he said. He said, social media moves so fast that people want to demolish you before you even have the opportunity to grow, to educate, 
and learn from your mistakes. As a man who has made his own way from very difficult circumstances, having people I know publicly working against me, knowing that what I needed was education on these topics and guidance, it's been very challenging. I appreciate the many people who have come to me with kindness, who reached out privately to offer wisdom, education, and resources. That's what I needed. And it was received. I want to apologize to the LGBTQ plus community for the hurtful comments I've made. Again, I apologize for my misinformed comments about HIV slash AIDS. And I know education on this is important. Love to all. God bless. Let's boo that bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Nigga, you losing that bag. That's why you apologize. You don't give a fuck about these motherfuckers. He don't care. He don't care, man. But like I said, man, I'm never going to alienate or not support gay folks. Y'all know why? Because gay folk, gay people support more than anybody. Like I said, what they do in the confines of their own home, that does not apply to any of us, man. It don't. And that's the part, like I said, that part is probably always going to confuse me from now into the end of time. Motherfuckers be too entitled, be too... Fucking concerned about who somebody else sucking and fucking. If you ain't sucking and fucking me, I don't care. Like I said, I'm just going to keep it a hundred. Because I'm trying to have, you know, open, honest dialogue on life, on love. Matter of fact, let me say, let me say something real quick. Because somebody hit me up last week, you know, and they was like, yeah, you know, I see that you coming out with bonus episodes and I want to see them. But I saw that I had to pay... Like $6.99 for Lunchroom Plus. Why can't they be free? Look, let me say this right now. Like, I invest so much time and effort into making these episodes. You go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and they are free. Y'all don't got to pay for shit. 100% free. So I make these episodes. It takes me time to make them. I make them. You know, I put my, I try to put my foot into these shits, give you guys a real open, honest dialogue. So the least you can do, the ones that truly support, $7, bro. $7 a month. Like some of y'all waste $7 on the dumbest shit. Some of y'all post every day, oh, I'm living my best life. I get the bag. I get the money. And y'all got $7 to watch bonus episodes? Like I said, and um, I forgot the the television creator. He said something the other last year where he said, you know, they spend. Oh, he had an issue with Netflix where he said that they spend a year and a half making a full season of a show in regards to writing, you know, um, just filming the show. And then the show comes out and Netflix puts the entire show out at one time. So then you got people that binge watch a show in one day. And then he said, they, they binge watch a show in one day, and then they hit me up asking, yo, I need more episodes. And he said, yo, I just spent a year and a half making that entire season. It comes out, and then one day later, you want more? Like, you motherfuckers got to understand that independent creators, like the time, the effort we put into making these episodes, it got to mean something. So, yes, you know, if if on um, podcasts out there, like shout out to my girl Rosie from the Rosie Perspective podcast, you know, she sells merch and I love it. 
Like I support that shit 100% Because people don't understand Like we make these episodes We invest our time From our own dime Like we don't have a massive You know Charlemagne the God Like podcast network Like I make these episodes From my crib That's why I said I invest time I invest my own money so I can have the sound So I can have the sound bite So I can have the clips pulled up So you guys can hear what I would like to be top-notch quality podcast episodes to where you guys can hear, where you guys can be like, oh, shit, he had a real conversation right there. You know, I felt that shit. So when we invest our time and our effort into making these episodes, the least some of you motherfuckers can do is support. Like I said, support is free. Nobody's saying you guys got to hit my cash app, which is dollar sign NYC story 718. That's optional. A repost is free. Spreading the podcast is free. All this shit is free. Like, that's why I said strangers, you know, especially people of the the gay community, I love them because they support. Like, y'all don't got to beg them, yo, can you repost this shit? They do it on their own because they stand by you and simply they love what you do. They love the effort. They love the shit you put in, man. Like I said, I, I don't give a fuck if you selling weave, you selling hair, you doing anything. Like anything you do and you want to invest in your own dime, your own time, your own money. You know, you just want people to support you. That's why I said a lot of you guys out here who tune in weekly and check the podcast out. Like you guys make me feel so good, man. Like I had a, um, I've never met her in person, but she hit me up. She sent um $100 to my cash app. This was like a couple weeks ago. Now, when I tell y'all it meant a lot, not because of the amount, but because she said, you know what? Like, I've been following you for so long. You're always passionate, passionate about the topics you talk about. You are passionate about people. And I want to bless you, man. I support you. I hope that this gives you motivation to keep putting out dope episodes, dope ass content and shit like that means a lot, man. Like I said, people don't understand, man, the time and the effort that goes into this shit, man. But speaking of time and effort, man, ah, man, this story is fucking crazy, <laughs> but it's, it's relatable. Now, there was a man now from his voice. It sounds like he's from the UK, but he was out on a date with a woman. Y'all hear me? Sounds good, right? There was a man taking a woman out on a first date. Now, while he was out on the date, the girl took a picture of him in the food and said, let me, let me, let me repeat this. She said, this shit too easy. (laughs) This is the third sucker I got this month. Meaning it is easy to convince a man to take them to take her on a date and he a sucker because basically she is using him to go on a date and eat food. You broke bitch. Now I got the clip of this shit too because while he shout out to shout out to this guy's homeboy, man. Now <laughs> now the guy had no idea because she pro, like she posted the post to her quote unquote close friend story. I hate that close friend shit on Instagram. You know when like the shit pop up green and like you could post shit 
and only the people in the close friends can see. So I guess one of his homeboys seen and they text him. They said, bro, tell me you not out with that Morgan chick from Peckham. He said, yeah, I am in the Royal with her. Now we are eating. Why? What happened? He said, bro, she just posted this to her Insta story, the private Insta story. And it said, this shit too easy. Third sucker this month I got. Now, I spoke about this before, how the fact that a lot of women go on dates with a man to eat. And if you do, if you do that, you broke. I'm going to say it right now. If you, if you use men to go on a date to get food, excuse my language, but you a broke bitch. You are. I mean, we just <laughs> at a certain point, we just got to We got to call it what it is, man. Hold on. Let, let me let me see if I got this for Porto. Here we go. Now, the clip I'm about to play you guys. Now, after his friend told him that he got up and left the restaurant and left her there by herself having to pay for the food. That's clever enough for my nigga. Oh. This motherfucker got up, left her at the restaurant. And she had to pay. Let's hear this shit real quick. Let's fast forward a little bit. Here we go. Yo, you got the bill, yeah? No, she really left me. Yeah, of course I left you there. The same way when I... Let me pause it. So, after he left, she called him. And he he picked up. He said, hey, you got the bill? She said, yeah, you really left me. And he said, of course I left you. And this is where it picks up at. Came out the way to grab ya. Yo. <laughs> Say that again. Listen, listen. Where's that 500 pound gun, blood? Where's that 500 pound gun? Where's the 500 pound? Where's the fire? Yeah, you're a fucking liar. You're a fucking liar. Get me. Don't. I don't give a fuck. Don't ever try to hustle man blood. Mm. Reality check. Fix yourself up. Fuck you. Fuck you, blood. I don't give a fuck if everybody's staring. Fuck you, blood. You deserve it, you little fucking bitch. Fuck you. This is what you deserve. You understand? Really embarrassing, isn't it? Maybe I deserved it. Let's clap one more time, man. I love it. I know some of y'all gonna say I messed up, but I love it, man. I love it. She deserved that shit. Like, like I said, because the guy really may like her. The guy really probably, you know, had feelings for her, loved her, and wanted to be with her. And you using this guy to eat? Like, if you gotta use the guy to eat, I'm sorry. You, if you got, <clears throat> let me let me fix myself. If you gotta use a man to eat food. Like I don't I, like if y'all don't understand like how trifling and how much of a broke bitch you look like if you got to use a man to eat some fucking food. Like I said, that shit crazy, man. But <laughs> something else I want to talk about, man. Now there was a groom in New Orleans. Now the story is that he got married. Twenty minutes after the wedding, he shot his friend. Now we shot his friend because. He found out again, this is allegedly he found out that the that his friend had an affair 
with his wife. Let's put it. If it's true. And I said that because like I always kind of wonder in these situations. Now, if you get cheated on, you know, and the person that your spouse cheated with was a stranger. Then you can't really be angry at the stranger because sometimes most people don't admit that they are in a relationship before they cheat. They pretend to be single and then they cheat. But if it was the friend that she slept with, then yeah, that's some bullshit. But why do people always confront the person that their spouse cheated with as opposed to confronting your spouse? Because your spouse wakes up, they know they're your man. They know they're your girl. And that's the part that confuses me because... Like I said, again, I um, I shouldn't even tell this story, but y'all know I'm in a, I'm in, a, I'm trying to be in a good mood, man. So I'm gonna tell this story now. I'm not gonna say a name, but when I was in high school, I was dating a girl, right? You know, we were in a relationship. I was a virgin, she was a virgin. Now, when we first started dating, she told me she said, "You know what, John? I'm a virgin, and um, I want to wait till we make like." A year and a half before we do anything. Now, I'm a virgin, so I didn't care. I'm like, okay, cool. We can do that. So, you know, we made, it was like, it wasn't a year and a half yet, but it was like two months away from making a year and a half. And, you know, we, we started having issues. We started, you know, we were still together. But to me, it was like regular relationship issues. But, we were in college together at the same time. Now, I don't know why she did this shit, but somebody from her class told her, hey, you know, I, I, I think we should study together. That's what a man told her. Now, the guy told her they can study at his place. That's sign number one that the nigga trying to fuck you, right? Am I lying? You in college, you got the library, you got, you know, all these places you can study, the lounge, but the guy want to study with you at his place. Now, long story short, when they got over there, he ended up, you know, coming on to her. They had sex. She lost her virginity to him. I don't think you motherfuckers heard me right. I was dating her. She told me I want to wait a year and a half to lose my virginity. This is like my first girlfriend ever. Two months before we made the year and a half, she cheated and lost her virginity to somebody else, motherfucker. Let's boy, that, that shit crazy, man. When I tell y'all I wasted my time now, do y'all think I got mad and I confronted the person she slept with? No. Because, like I said, my girl back then at that time, she knew she was my girl. So, fuck the guy, she knew. Like a guy can come on to you and try to have sex with you and try to get you, quote unquote, in bed every day. But if you say no, and you stand by your no and you actually, you know, just you just hold yourself accountable. Then it's your fault if you cheat. So once she did that, I blocked her. Now, it was hard. You know, like everybody knows, like your first girl, like that's the person. Well, your first girl, your first man, whoever. Like, that's the person where in your mind you envision that you are going to spend your entire life with them forever. 
And that's what I thought. So when it happened, I was shocked. But one thing about me, like when I'm done wrong, when I feel like I'm not treated the same way in response to the energy I give out, I'm gone, bro. I'm gone, motherfucker. I'm gone. So I blocked it everywhere. I ain't never come back. Like I said, you got you to gotta understand yourself. You have to. You got to understand yourself. You got to understand that everybody's not worth your time. Like I see people out there. I, I got a couple friends now that are getting out of relationships and they're thinking about going back. Now, I got a friend that's, um. I wish I can call these folks up, but I don't want to put their business out there like that. But <clears throat> I got to do what I know. You know, he broke up with his girl and he's thinking about going back. And I'm like, bro. Like, I'm not trying to tell you not to go back. You know, you guys have a child together. But sometimes you got to understand that having a child together is not the saving grace for a relationship that may be a failure. Having a child together is not, you know, it's not going to provide a lifelong band-aid if you guys don't have the best interaction as is. So, like I said, if you out there, man, and somebody cheating on you, they, they fucking up, they just doing some dumb shit. Make sure you put yourself first. Like, don't go back to that person after they done you wrong simply because it, be, it may be what you're used to. Sometimes what you're used to may not be what's best for you. Ooh, I've been preaching. God. That shit sound good, man. But now, a couple weeks back, I spoke about the um, the president of Haiti. I believe it was in Haiti where... He was assassinated. He was shot dead. And his wife was also shot. Now, his wife came out. I haven't heard what she said yet, but I'm just, I'm sorry. I just seen it right now on my phone. This was like last week sometime where she came out and she made a statement. Now, I want to hear what she said because like I said, the, the, the president in Haiti, he was shot multiple times. He was assassinated. It was a, a full-blown hit. But let me hear what his wife said. I'm curious. Oh, Shane speak. Oh, I thought this was a video. I th- Gee, never mind. I thought that was a video, man. Safari dropped a new vid, bruh. We know Safari, right? I believe he he's he's going through a divorce right now with Erica Mina. He released a new song called "I Need My Credit." Tell me what the fuck y'all think. Credit. Yeah. I said it. Yeah. No. I need my credit. Hey. Don't forget it. Okay. I need my credit. A moment of clarity. Don't come with no therapy. This ain't no Airbnb. You ain't there renting me. I need my credit. I said it. No. I need my. I'm sorry. That that shit trash, bro. Like I try to get people to benefit the doubt, but that shit trash, man. But moving right along, the NBA draft happened last week. Now, I spoke about this. When was it? Maybe about. 15 episodes ago where I believe his name was Terrence Clark. He went to Kentucky. He was in LA. He was an NBA draft hopeful. And he, he like he was talented. He was nice. He was going to go, I believe within the top 20 of the NBA draft, but he was speeding in LA after he left the workout. He went through a red light and ultimately he, he died. He crashed. He passed away. Now the NBA draft, you know, Adam Silver, he got on stage and they, to me, it was touching. It was heartfelt. But the NBA drafted 
recently departed Terrence Clark. They had his mom, I believe his sister, and his nephew in the crowd. And I ain't gonna lie, it made me tear up, man. But this is the this is a little bit of what happened. Alex. Moving moment. The Terrence's family beloved by so many people in his native Boston area. John Calipari tweeting today that while so many dreams are going to be realized, that this was going to be the night that Terrence. Gay selects. It's sad, man. I want to clap it up for Adam Silver and the NBA for even doing that because, like I said, um, I say it all the time. I'm a visual thinker. I am. So, like when I see. Or hear about moments like this I picture myself If I'm 19 years old Presume to get drafted in the NBA Go in the top 20 You know become a backbone And a pillar for my family Financially And then a decision That can easily Not be undone Cost me my life Like that would be painful for my mom So to see his mom His sister I believe his nephew in tears as he still hears his name called. That's a touching ass moment, man. And like I said, that's why I always say, you know, even last week when my homegirl left the voicemail and I said, like, stop driving and being on your phone. Now, I'm not saying that to be a hater. I'm not saying that because I don't want to see you happy. I'm saying that because I care about y'all, man. Like I said, it's simple decisions like that that cannot be undone. It's simple decisions like that that can play, you know, the contributing factor to, sadly, your life, which, you know, we all try to envision ourselves, you know, yeah, when I get old, we we always say, when I get old, when I get like 70 or 80, just because we say it don't mean it's going to happen, but we hope it happens. And Joe Biden, he is out here hoping that these motherfuckers get the vaccine. Now, I got my first... Dose of the, I believe it's called the Pfizer. I got the Pfizer vaccine. That's the two dose shit. Now my arm's still hurting, bitch. I got this shit about two or three days ago at Walmart, right up here near Buckhead. You know, I got the shot. I, mean, I, I only got the shot because my mama. Now, like I didn't get the shot because Juvenile said vax that thing up. I got the shot because every time I talk to my mama, she said, "Baby, get the shot." I said, "Why?" She said, "Because I care about you." Now. I seen a story last week. Uh, well, I seen a story a couple days back where there was a man. He was a father of five. Now, him and his wife, they were waiting to get the shot. And I, they, I think they said summer of 2022 to see if anything happens in regards to, you know, adverse effects or bad reactions to the shot. Motherfuckers dying and shit. But he caught COVID. Recently, I believe last month. And within two to three weeks, he was dead. Now, one of the final texts he sent to his wife was, God damn it, I should have got the shot. Like, that, that's, that's what probably put the, the battery in my back. You know what, John? Go up and get this motherfucker shot, man. Like, my son grandma got the shot. My son mom got the shot. My mom got the shot. Her husband got the shot. My brother got the shot. My sister got the shot couple months back the father vaccine you know they still looking good they ain't a zombie they ain't walking backwards so i figured you know what 
let me just go get my shit. But Joe Biden is trying to pay you motherfuckers $100 to get the shot. Let's see what he had to say. Offered $100 to their associates if they get vaccinated. And it worked. Vaccination rates move up from 50 percent to 75 percent among their employees. States like New Mexico, Ohio and Colorado are offering similar incentive programs that have helped increase vaccination rates. So today I'm calling on all states and local governments to use funding they have received, including from the American Rescue Plan, to give one hundred dollars to anyone who gets fully vaccinated. Kroger's. You know, you know. I need my hundred dollar, bitch. Joe Biden, I need my hundred dollars now. I want to end this podcast episode off, but Jordan, let me ask. Let me ask one of my son real quick. You know, he just started school. My son, Jordan, come here for a second. Hurry up! Hurry up! Hurry up! Hurry up! You got to finish. So we go to basketball practice. I'm live right now on the podcast. Come here. You don't got to just stand. No, you don't stand right there, Jordan. Yes. Did you go back to school recently? Yes. Are you happy for school? Yeah. My guy, clap it up with the clean clap. Yes, sir. Like, like I said, last year you had kindergarten, man. Move closer to the mic. Let's move a little closer. Now, you had kindergarten last year. But like I said, last year, did you go to school or were you doing it on the computer? Computer. But not, like I said, now, you, you know it's going to be a big change, right? Yeah. Especially in regards to, like, behavior, right? Yeah. So, talk to the mic. So, when you go to school... Like tell me out tell me right now, like how do the teachers expect Jordan Schultz to act in school? Listen and follow that watch. Oh my my guy. Aha! Okay, now now you was on here a couple weeks back and we spoke about bullying. So again, you know, you had your second day of school today. Did it go good? I assume it went good, right? Yeah. Did you have did you get bullied or did you bully anybody? No. Okay, so like I said, move closer. Like I said, when we had this conversation a couple a couple weeks ago, now over the course of the school year, if you in school, now matter of fact, now I know people say, you know, if if somebody hits you, you know, tell your child to hit them back. But if if you in school and somebody hits you, what are you supposed to do? Listen and follow that what children and just move away. Move away and do what? And. Find somebody else Exactly Find somebody else to play But now If they keep Now hold on Now if they keep hitting you You can't keep moving Because sometimes bullies are mean And sometimes bullies You can move away And they'll keep moving with you to, Just to punch you Now is that mean Or is that nice Mean Okay so in that situation You gotta find the teacher Now like I say A lot of people say If someone hits you Hit them back But most of the time the person that reciprocates the hit is the person that gets caught. You hear me? Yes. So you can be in school. Okay, I'm the bully. Jordan, give me your lunch money. Give me your lunch money. And now, look, boom. I got your lunch money, and I punched you. Now, nobody saw me punch you. But now, if you get angry and you, ow, and you punch me back, most of the times, that is what the teachers see. You hear me? And that's what I don't want to happen. I want Jordan to have a great school year. You know, learn a lot. You know, get better at your reading. Get better at your math. And you're going to have a great school year. You're going to be smart. You're going to make mommy proud. You're going to make daddy proud. And Jordan's going to have a great school year, man. 
So give me, bye Jordan. Give me one second. Say peace to the people. Say peace. Peace. Now, Jordan, give me one second. I'm going to finish up. If you're going to go to basketball practice, okay? All right. Let me finish up. Yes, sir. I told you, man, we live. We in the crib. So a lot of what y'all going to hear, y'all going to hear live interactions. But like I said, man, you guys out there who support, who stand, bro, who stand by a brother, who ride with me, man. Again, my cash app is dollar sign NYC story 718. You guys can follow the podcast on IG, Lunchroom Chat Apart. Like, support the platform, support the dope-ass conversation that I try to put out there, man. Like I said, but I try to put out the conversation. I try to, you know, just have a world where you guys can tune in, hear black man, be open, be honest, hear black man, love on himself, love on the community, and also have fun, you know, study dialogue as well, man. But I want to end this episode off, man. But my guys, Armand and Trey, they released a new project. Entitled Trapped in Blues Now the project came out Let me see July 30th Last week Now this shit fire man Those who don't know Armand and Trey I, I don't know if they brothers But these two motherfuckers is dope man These motherfuckers is oh, They are siblings Armand Warren and Trey Trailer They're R&B duo They release dope ass content They are from Detroit these motherfuckers are talented. So I want to end this. I want to end this podcast off with a song by my guys Armand and Trey. This is off their new project, Trapped in Blues. This song is called Blessings. As always, I love you guys. Stay safe. And remember, if you love somebody, tell them today. Because tomorrow, you may not get that chance. Just be honest, you weren't fucking with me Held your heart, it was precious, now it's nothing to me Said you loved me, didn't mean it, you was bluffing with me The truth of me, the only things that you would never believe Seen you flirting in your text, tell me what you call that Caught you typing in your ex, it was time to fall back First you lied, then you cried, then you took it all back Then you tried to rewind, but you always fall flat You just missed out on this blessing, all the mess that I was stressing, yeah. Had me triple double texting, yeah. I guess you never got the message, yeah. Flash, flash, blessing, yeah. Flash, flash, blessing, yeah. You just missed out on this blessing, yeah. You miss out on this blessing, yeah. Listen up, you've been tripping up. Gave you everything, but I guess that just wasn't enough. <laughs> Wish you luck. Cause you dumb as fuck Broke a nigga down Who was trying to build you up Took you in Gucci and Marcia Chanel You could have done it yourself You really tried to finesse Now you just look like a deal Rollin' in a day Cause you ain't rollin' me Was it really worth the eight? Or were bottoms on your feet? Yeah You just missed out on this blessing All the mess that I was stressing I mean triple-double texting I guess you never got the message Flash, flash, blessing. Flash, flash, blessing. You just missed out on this blessing. Yeah. You missed out on this blessing. Yeah.